What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So today, I want to take a look at something I I, I was viewing on MLB.com, which kind of caught my eye, and wanted to dig into it a little deeper and share it with you all. And it's the question of how much does winning an MVP or a Cy Young clear your path to the Hall of Fame? How much does that clear your path to Cooperstown? We all know that that's it's not a complete prerequisite. Obviously, there are people in the Hall, many people in the Hall of Fame who've never won either of these, but it definitely helps your case. And just because you win an MVP or a Cy Young doesn't mean you're going to be on your way to Cooperstown. So how many MVPs does it take to make you a, a near lock for the Hall of Fame? How many Cy Youngs does it take to make you a near lock? And we'll go, you know, by the numbers and see how much your likelihood of making it to the Hall of Fame is impacted by these awards. So if we... If we take a look at MVP awards, let's, let's take a look at MVP awards. What does it mean to be Hall of Fame worthy? So, first of all, the highest echelon for the Hall of Fame, we're going to look at people who have three or more, three or more MVP awards. That means there are eight players to be considered and eight players that are eligible for the Hall of Fame, which means they retired for, they've been retired for at least five years, and they played ten seasons. Seven of them are in the hall. One is not in the hall. The one person that's not in the hall is Barry Bonds. The seven players are Yogi Berra, Roy Campanella, Joe DiMaggio, Jimmy Fox, Mickey Mantle, Stan Musial, and Mike Schmidt. So 88% of players with three or more MVPs are in the Hall of Fame. So, you know, they're, they're pretty much a near lock. There are guys who are relevant that are that meet this criteria, who have three or more MVPs that are not yet eligible because they're active. For example, Mike Trout and Albert Pujols. And then, obviously, uh, A-Rod. He's going to be eligible in 2022. So that'll be interesting when that vote comes. But Barry Bonds actually has the record. He has seven MVPs, but he's obviously the the big outlier here. And um, he has the, the most wins above replacement as a position player of all time. But obviously, the links to PEDs have completely clouded his picture of Hall of Fame candidacy. Um, yeah, it remains to be seen whether or not he's going to make it. He received 60.7% of the vote in the last go-around, and that could be a preview for what happens to A-Rod when he's eligible in two years. So, yeah, I mean, all those other seven plays in the Hall won exactly three MVP awards. Musial... Um, Mickey Mantle and Schmidt were first ballot Hall of Famers. Yogi Berra got on his second ballot. Joe DiMaggio on his fourth. Roy Campanella on his seventh. And Jimmy Fox on his eighth. So next is two MVPs. So at this point, it's likely but no guarantee. It's not really a lock at this point. There are 12 players in the Hall of Fame with two MVPs. Three players who are not in the MVP. Sorry. Three players who are not in the Hall of Fame who have two MVPs. And, um, yeah, nine of the 12 players to win at least two MVPs who are in the Hall of Fame got in on their first ballot. The only three to make it, but after the first ballot, are Carl Hubble, Hank Greenberg, and Hal Neuhauser. Um, the three guys who are not in the Hall of Fame but have two MVPs are Juan Gonzalez, Roger Maris, and Dale Murphy. Juan Gonzalez won the 1996 and 1998 AL MVP awards, 
But he fell off the Hall of Fame ballot in 2012 in just his second year in consideration. He barely got any votes. I mean, he hit 434 home runs over a 17-year career. He accumulated three, sorry, 38.7 war, which is tied for 355th among position players of all time. But yeah, he didn't come close to making it to the Hall of Fame. I mean, Roger Maris, he had 39 home runs in his first MVP season, which was 1960. And then he followed it up with a record-breaking 61 homers in 1961 to clinch his second straight MVP. But outside those two years, he had just one other 30 home run season. And his career average was 260. So, I mean, a career batting average of 260 with just, you know, two really good home run years is not enough to get into the Hall of Fame. And then Dale Murphy, he won two MVPs, uh, but, you know, he had 265 over an 18-year career. He did hit 398 homers, but, you know, 469 slugging percentage doesn't really scream Hall of Famer to you. And the one active player worth considering is Miguel Cabrera. He has two MVPs, and Miguel Cabrera will be a Hall of Famer. He's definitely a Hall of Famer. That's, um, there, there's no doubt about that. One MVP. Well, at this point, it's pretty much a toss-up. It's 47%. 47% of players with one MVP who are eligible for the Hall of Fame are in there. 47%. And then, you know, 53% are not. Uh, there are a lot of players who have just one MVP um, that, are, that have been eligible for the Hall of Fame. 89 players to be exact. But it's almost a 50-50 split. Um, so at this point, it's a toss-up, obviously, because there are always these people who have... Um, these flash in the pan seasons and it's it's tough whether or not they're going to be you know to gauge whether or not they're going to be an all-time great um i mean obviously there's still all-time greats who got in on the first ballot with only one mvp hank aaron ken griffey jr chipper jones willie mccovey jackie robinson guys like that but then they're, they're also just random dudes who who actually never even made the hall of fame ballot i mean they're guys who i never heard of until today jim constanti al rosen and Zoyo Versailles, those guys won an MVP, but never even made the ballot. I mean, Jim Constanti, he won the NL MVP in 1950 as a reliever, as a relief pitcher. He appeared in 74 games, all in relief with a 2.66 ERA. And then he posted just one more season with an ERA below three after that year. So... Yeah, I mean, another guy, Zoyo Versailles, he had a 7.2 war in 1965 when he won the AL MVP, but he finished his career with just 12.6 war total. I mean, he put up most of his career numbers in that one year. And then that last guy, Al Rosen, I mean, he was a four-time All-Star, including 1953, where he won the AL MVP, but none of the other seasons of his career were near that level of 1953. So, And then there, there are some notable guys who are not yet Hall of Fame eligible, who, you know, who will be um, Ichiro Suzuki in five years will be eligible. Joe Maurer will be eligible in four years. I think those are the two, you know, two guys who, who have a very strong case. Uh, Ichiro for sure, for sure. Obviously, Ichiro is a slam dunk. So we'll see what happens there. All right, moving on to Cy Young Awards. So three or more Cy Young Awards, you're pretty much Hall of Fame worthy. 88% of eligible players, Hall of Fame eligible players are in there. The only one is that that's not in there is Roger Clemens, similar to Bonds. There's seven players with three or more size who are all in the Hall of Fame and then only one player with three or more size who is not Roger Clemens because of the link to PEDs. Um, I mean, Clemens, seven Cy Young, that's a record, seven Cy Young Awards, 
138.7 career pitching war. That's third most all time. But he he's just the pitching version of Barry Bonds. It's the exact same thing, just on the other side of the ball. It's crazy. But the guys who were in there with three or more size are Randy Johnson, Steve Carlton, Greg Maddox, Sandy Koufax, Pedro Martinez, Jim Palmer, and Tom Seaver. And active players who have three or more size are Max Scherzer and Clayton Kershaw. So those guys are likely to make it to the Hall of Fame just based on the fact that they have three or more Cy Youngs. And 88% of such players have made it so far. Two Cy Youngs, it's also a bit more of a toss-up, just like, um, you know, with with the hitters, um, 57% of eligible players are in the Hall of Fame, 43% are not. In the Hall of Fame, we have Bob Gibson, Tom Glavin, Roy Halladay, and Gaylord Perry. Not in the Hall of Fame are Johan Santana, Brett, Brett Saberhagen, and Danny McLean. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense that winning two Cy Youngs is, is less predictive of a Hall of Fame induction than winning two MVPs because pitchers usually break down at a younger age or have shorter sustained peaks of greatness, just exactly like Johan Santana. So, I mean, if you do really well early in your career, win a couple size, I mean, you still got to have the longevity. I mean, and then there's also then there's also Tim Lincecum, who I talked about a couple weeks ago. I mean, he's not yet Hall of Fame eligible. He's eligible in two more years. But, I mean, he, he has two he has two Cy Youngs. He won back-to-back. I mean, he went from back-to-back Cy Young winner to a 4.94 ERA in the final five seasons of his career. And, yeah. And the fact that he had a nine-start 2016 season, that was the only way he reached 10 seasons in the major. So he's just barely eligible for the Hall of Fame. But there are three active players who have two or more size, and that's Jacob deGrom. Actually, sorry, exactly two size. Jacob deGrom, Corey Kluber, and Justin Verlander. So those guys um, will also be getting good looks for the, I mean, Verlander's a lock for the Hall of Fame. Kluber and DeGrom, uh, it's a bit iffy. DeGrom still needs to put off the, put up the longevity, and Kluber needs to bounce back from what he experienced in the past year or so. One Cy Young, just like one MVP, is not much of an indicator at all. 23% of eligible players are in the Hall of Fame, and 77% are not, so it's not really much of an indicator yet. Um, yeah, there's just a bunch of guys in there. So yeah, it, it's... I mean, it got to make sense. It, it makes sense. Once I young, you could have a flash-in-the-pan season like a Rick Porcello, right? You, and, and that doesn't really tell you anything. So, I mean, of the guys who are not Hall of Fame eligible yet with one Cy Young, notable names, Barry Zito, CeCe Sabathia, Bartolo Colon, Jake Peavy, R.A. Dickey. Those guys are coming up for eligibility in a few years. I, I'm not sure if any of those will make it. CeCe Sabathia has a very good case but i think he's just gonna miss it but we'll see when the time comes he has five years until it happens so that's gonna do it for today if you enjoyed this please share with someone who'd be interested and we'll see you next time on baseball connection